0: back to the ticket water cooler brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com
1: out here on the ticket water cooler on a Monday afternoon, uh, of course after a Nebraska victory. Mondays are a lot easy to stomach, in even though the game was on Friday too, so we had an extra day to do it. Did you, uh, Rico, Did you get to enjoy an extra day of college football? I know you also went to the uh, couple events here in Lincoln.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoyed a, a long day of college football, but on Saturday I went 10:30. Uh, it was pretty. It was a pretty long morning, early morning. We went to. Bowling Stadium parking lot out at the Haymarket Park and um, kind of enjoyed the More Is Possible rally, the Title IX event that Nebraska put on, where we met uh, representatives for each women's sport here at the university, and uh, it was a it was a good time. My my daughter enjoyed it. I got this cool T-shirt, um, and then we then we took in some softball as they played Colorado State. So it was a it was a really fun event and uh, a, a decently long morning, but. It was nice, and then we got home. The kids passed that, and we watched a little bit of football.
1: Oh, I saw you made it back so, for the Iowa-Illinois game. but Yeah. You, you, I, <laughs> that game
0: was disgusting.
1: That game was disgustingly it was terrible. It was so awesome. Terrible. Every
0: point matters, Rico. Every point matters in every <laughs> game, Bach. It doesn't no, it matter doesn't. if it's low scoring. If it's 45 to 42, every point matters. Yeah, but if it's 40- – You got to think. You got to think. Man, if we would have taken that field goal in the second quarter instead of going for it because we thought it was going to be all touchdowns, it would have been tied right now. We wouldn't have to worry about if, this. If the game every ends point matters 45 to 31, then it
1: doesn't matter as much when you score a second uh, touchdown in the second quarter.
0: Okay, well, if the game ends, uh, uh, what, 14 to 3, then every point didn't matter. <laughs> oh, every point still man. No, every point didn't matter. It's the because same, you're the it's closer. The same, you're no, closer. it's the same aspect as you're talking about. <laughs> don't don't give me that crap. Don't give me that. Just because the score is lower doesn't mean that every point matters more than if the score is higher. I was brand of football. Because, look, so look, look crazy every consistent. every point mattered in the, in the Kansas State TCU game. I understand that was also a low-scoring game. It should have been 14 points, but the receiver slowed up up going to the end zone and got it punched out at the one
1: yeah I mean all and all these it was a great weekend of college football that was kind of fun to do by the way um interim coaches this week four and Uh, Thank you, Colorado, for sitting out this week so we could do that. Uh, 4-0, Nebraska. think they would have (laughs) won? Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Carl Durrell, uh, that was a weird hire to begin with, and Colorado has not been very good since then. Uh, Nebraska beat Rutgers. Arizona State beat Washington, of course, with Scott Frost visiting the the
0: week before Mm -hmm. in practice. There are pictures.
1: Uh, And then uh, Wisconsin, of course, beat Northwestern, and Jim Leonard's. Destroyed
0: Northwestern. And
1: how about this? This is probably not getting enough uh, national attention Georgia Tech's Brent Key as the interim is now 2-0 and with wins over Pitt and Duke. Those are good wins. And Georgia Tech was really bad. They, yeah. lo- they lost 100 to nothing in their final two games last year. <laughs>
0: Look at Georgia Tech. Look at Georgia Tech. Proud of him. Is he running a triple option? No, I don't think nah, so. boo.
1: <laughs> so it's not not as cool. Not, as it uh, used to be. could be cooler. Yeah. I'm glad somebody that. brought up Paul Johnson because, yeah. <laughs> I, think,
0: would... I, think, I was just saying, at I was like, I yeah. think you brought up Paul Johnson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I, yeah. Usually I'll bring up Paul Johnson, but somebody else it's to like bring I'd him up. to take any same.
0: chance to mention Paul Johnson in a triple. This guy.
1: It's kind of interesting too because I don't, you know, I just kind of like to. You know, it, it's no disrespect to Mickey Joseph, in my mind, to talk about a uh, national coaching search because a firm has been hired. Yeah. So I know and some people want to direct all their attention toward Mickey Joseph and say it's dis- It's not disrespectful. I think he understands the situation he's in. Um, so when Matt Rule gets fired at Carolina, and he's long been rumored to be fired at Carolina, yeah. and then long been rumored to be one of the hottest names in college football, if so things happen, then it's a big deal for everybody with a job opening out there.
0: I, I agree with you. I don't think it's disrespectful as long as you, if you're talking about a national coaching search, as long as you include Mickey in that conversation, then I, I don't believe it's disrespectful. Sorry, I got something. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I understand he is currently the head coach at Nebraska, and, and that's, you know, who you should be talking about. But at the same time, like you said, a search firm has been hired. Uh, people are being asked these questions, you know, left and right. Every single coach has been asked a question. You know, have you considered the Nebraska job? Do you? What are your thoughts on the Nebraska job? So yeah. it makes sense to talk about a national uh, coaching search and and to include all of these names in there. But I, I believe that first and foremost. You should consider the guy who's currently doing the job, who is two and one currently and is the first head coach at Nebraska with a winning percentage going into their, their next game as the Nebraska head coach. So early is the first since 2017. So, as long as his name is mentioned among the names that you are you are talking about being considered for the Nebraska job, I I don't believe that it's disrespectful to talk about it.
1: Oh, and it's just fascinating because I do think he has to be um, included in there. But now you start to take this different road because you have to consider everything: the team that he inherited, the offensive line mm-hmm. is the is the, is, his, is his like he's an offensive guy. Is his offensive numbers going to be as good as what Scott Frost even had this same team? Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but they're going up against like five of the top ten defenses in the country.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you know, in and, and, and you know, throw Rutgers in there. I know they're not, not fantastic or what we long think of as a good big ten unit, but they legitimately have a pretty darn good rankings this year on defense and they held Nebraska down. Um so you kinda throw that in there. Then you, you kinda throw in, you know, what is what is the expectation? Should he be l- raised to the top of the list now that you've beaten uh, Rutgers uh, in 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 Indiana, probably not. That's not your ultimate goal, but at the same time, so like when you say these stats, first time since 2017, I don't. My goal is not to be any part of the Mike Riley era. My goal is no. not to be any part of the Scott Frost era. So yes, if it's better than where it was, and that's something, but is it what you want? That's what's going to be incredible about this this whole thing as it plays out is kind of the thing like, about
0: well, getting it to where you want. Though is the hard part about that is he he doesn't really have any choice in what he's working with right now. He's still, if you want it to get to to where he wants or where Nebraska wants right now, he has to currently deal with what he was given. So he has to work with, with the past in order to get towards the future. So if he wants to build this program up to, to where he wants it and where Nebraska fans want it, then you're going to have to give it some time because I mean, and I'm again, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying right now, like, Oh, after two games, you need to hire him or after three games, you need to hire him. But I am saying that, it it has been an improvement in these last two games over where it had been previously so if you take that into account and then you think you know if he's able to build this program to where he wants it with what he wants to work with then who knows what he can do because right now he's got he's two and one with players that the previous coach couldn't win a game with or only won 3 games with last season yeah. so it it is no matter how small you believe it is, it's kind of a monumental improvement just to win two games in a row, to win a one-score game, and to to have a winning record.
1: I mean, it, it it's good. It it is. It's it's huge, um, especially for the current. You know, like you said, the kind of the program that he took over. Um, but it also is incredible just to, to to watch your arguments, right? Because the Mickey Joseph crowd, and and again, I'm not. I'm not anti or for Mickey Joseph, I'm for him being considered. I want to see how this season plays out.
0: I want him to get a fair shake.
1: But what I want to say is that the the Mickey Joseph crowd, because there is a large crowd that just says give it give it to him now, or mm-hmm. he's the guy, let's roll with him. Um, you know, would argue you don't want to use just wins and losses because of just what you said. You know, it can't just just be wins and losses because of what he inherited. And then that you know, and then then this week kind of turns around on him, doesn't it? Because now you're using the two and one wins and ro- losses argument when they just won a rock fight. I yep. mean, that was not a pretty game. It, the whole narrative is going to be based on who comes out the one point winner. Mm-hmm. Nebraska did, and credit th- to them. And ultimately, that's what matters, right? But that changes your whole argument of well, it's not just wins and losses. And now this week, well, he's two and one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I mean,
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that it's based off of being. Two and one, and that it is wins and losses. But at the same, I'm not, I, and I wasn't saying before that it had to be all wins and losses. But it's, it would be hard to determine the improvement, or not hard to. It, it would be really easy, or. I'm not really sure how to word this easy, hard to determine the improvement of the team based on the wins and losses, based on what he inherited going through the schedule and kind of seeing where the teams are shaking out and how difficult the rest of the schedule is actually going to be, no matter how people were saying, oh, it's an easy schedule, it's an easy schedule. Well, now you're in the hard part of the schedule, the easy part of the schedule, you lost three games. So I know you don't want and again, you don't want to base this all off of wins and losses, but they are a, a, a big part of it. So if he can win, I mean, look, if if Mickey Joseph gets this team to a bowl game, I mean, he's got to be right up there near the top. Right. Based on how based on how the season started and how it went, if he can get this, find this team three more wins and get them to a bowl game. I mean, what what more do you want? I guess. And especially if it shows massive improvement over where the team was. I mean, the the defense has already massively improved based off of where they were at the beginning of the season. The offense may seem to have taken a step back, but, I mean, Casey Thompson's getting the tar beat out of him, uh, especially against Rutgers. I mean, they only got one sack, but it seems like they had about seven. He was on the floor. He was on the turf multiple times, writhing in agony. So it's based on what he has, what he's inherited – you don't want to make it all wins and losses but it is going to be a big part of it
1: yeah and and i mean and again if it comes down to iowa you know that can be kind of weird too but you know it, it is i mean if he gets to a bowl game i i would at least say that's worth an extension. I don't know if it's if, if you know you would feel like that would be you're cutting off
0: momentum mm-hmm.
1: to try something new instead of rolling with some sort of momentum that you have
0: going. And I mean, you were zero ten in one score games. and You finally won one, but even then, if it was a rock. Fight.
1: Here's your next question. If you we'll, we'll we'll address this when we get back. If you're an athletic director, you get one hire. If your if your football hire doesn't win, you're out. Mm-hmm. Would would Trev? If you give let's say you give Mickey two years after going six and six, you bank on it. Can he hire again if it doesn't work out? Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Ticket Water Calling, 93.7 The Ticket.